Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, we'll be talking about six steps to successfully ease high stress, anxiety, or panic. So stay tuned. And now for today's show. Six steps to successfully ease high stress, anxiety, and panic. All right. We all know what it's like to be in that kind of a feeling and to be having to deal with getting out of it or coping with it as we go through it. Because what is the top thing on there that we know we have to do is that we have to ride it out. So as long as you are not going to be out of it in just the snap of a finger or the pop of the right pill, you can do some things as you go through this high stress, anxiety, or panic time that is going to set you up for not going down the wormhole, as we call it, so often in the future. How you handle each one of these high stress, anxiety, or panic attacks or times or going down the wormhole, how you handle it, how you handle going through it is going to predict the future, how often these are going to be happening and how difficult it's going to be to get through them or out of them. And I say that because these difficult, challenging times that we're down the wormhole is where we keep feeding the fear. And until we change our mind about that and our self-talk, and until we can actually put the brakes on, slow down, and consider just riding part of this out, we're going to be stuck in the loop. So my hope today is that with these six steps that we'll get into in a little bit, you'll be able to come through the high stress, anxiety, or panic attack, come through the dive down the wormhole, but also set yourself up for success in the future. Like I said, how we come through these is a great predictor on how often and how difficult they're going to be in the future. So what we want to avoid is white knuckling. We want to avoid struggling and we want to avoid the angst of, I wish it wasn't here. This isn't fair. The poor me kind of stuff. We want to avoid those things. That only sends messages to our mind-body that we are indeed in a jam and things are horrible and all the alarm systems should be going off. So we feed the fear like that with just our thoughts. You know, white knuckling, that feeds it because we're saying, I can get through this, I can get through this, I can get through this. This is horrible, but I can get through it. It's that force, right? That tough force. And actually, that sends the message that there is something actually difficult, challenging, that needs force to get through it. Struggling, that sends off panic. It's like 
being out in the water and deep water, if you struggle and start flailing about, it causes more problems. And so it is with our anxiety panic. We want to relax into it. It sounds so counterintuitive, but we, that's exactly what we are going to be looking at today as we go on here. So the first step is to realize that you are in a jam. You have gone down the wormhole. You're in a state of fight or flight. The hormones have been set off. You can feel your symptoms, whatever they are. Could be gut issues, could be fluttering heart, sweating. You know the list. It's on the website. And I know everyone has their own particular recipe for what their symptoms are. You know what they are, and so they're kicked in. So the first thing to do is to realize that that's happening, and you are on that ride, okay? And I know it sounds easy, and I'm just saying it in an easy way, but I also know that it's not it's not easy to do. I'm saying it, but it it does take it takes us almost standing up to ourselves because it is our natural reaction um, at that first sign. Our natural reaction is one of fear, of angst. Oh no, here we go. That is actually quite natural in our mind, the mind that the brain that is built for survival. So we already know what's going on. And so we have to change our mind a little bit here in the very beginning by saying, Okay, in the past, I would have said, oh, no, here it is. Here we go. So we, we want to take a step back and just kind of feel that and go, I think I can say something different. Why? Because, I don't know, somebody told me on a podcast that I could. So I'm going to give it a try. It's just worth giving it a try. Don't have to go down the wormhole with it. You can you can acknowledge what you're feeling. And so that's just to get us started, to get us realizing, okay, we're in this place, right? And in the past, I would have said, here we go. This is awful. Now we're going to just change it up a little bit and say, I know where I am, and that's it. We're just going to leave it at that. I know where I am. I'm in a state of anxiety. I'm in a state of panic. I feel extreme high stress. In episode 288, uh, we talked a little bit about the nervous system and the different parts, and I'm not going to get into that here, but we are talking about when you are down the wormhole, you are in a fight or flight response to stress. And what we want to do, the place that we heal is with our rest and digest. We want to be able to get back to that calm place where our body can do its repair and we can heal. And we get there by going through some of these steps that we're going to talk about. We are going to talk about them as going through the anxiety, the high stress, or the panic, or coming out of the wormhole. But what these are going to help you do is to not go down the wormhole quite so quickly in the future, because you're not going to be feeding the fear of the fear, right? So we feel the fear coming on, and then we get afraid of it. And that just keeps us in the cycle. So this time, this panic attack, this anxiety attack or this high stress moment is your invitation to do it differently. 
this time around, we're going to look at it differently and we're going to act a little differently. And every time we do this, it'll get a little bit easier and really help us to not only get through the anxiety panic, get out of the wormhole, but it'll help us for the future. Again, we don't want to be denying what's happening. Please be with what is happening. It's okay to say that it's a struggle and it doesn't feel good. It's okay to say that, but we don't have to be afraid of that. We want to come to terms with the fact that this is happening and that there really at that point is not as much that you can do about it as you wish because the flood of hormones has been released and what you want to do is remind yourself that you can ride it out. You've done it before and you can do it again. And it's so much easier to ride out when you know that that's what you're doing. So once you realize what's happening and you take that pause and just say, okay, I know what's happening. I've been here before. I've been on this ride before. It always ends. I'm just going to ride this one out. That will change everything. And now back to the show. Our six steps to get ourselves successfully through, easefully through high stress, anxiety, and panic. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The first one, and you know you've heard me talk about this here before, is to face. Face what's going on. We talk about this a lot here, and we talked a little bit about it earlier. Actually be with what is happening. Face it instead of burying it, being afraid of it, um, wanting to pretend that it's not there. Distraction can work in a very short term if you're in a position where you really have to get through something. But I want to say and be clear that distraction is not the answer. Distraction works in the short term, but it is not a long-term solution. So let's start with just facing, turning toward what is versus pretending it's not there. The second piece is accepting. Accept. Now that you realize that you're on the ride, that you're going down the wormhole and it is happening, 
you can stop fighting it. It's the denial or the lack of acceptance of what is that causes us more and more tension and keeps us in the fear and adrenaline fear cycle that we talk about. You need to stop fighting it. By fighting, we are sending the message that there is something horrible happening and we should be afraid. If there is nothing that you need to flee from or fight, then you can accept and just practice it as we go along. Next time you get yourself in this situation, practice this piece of accepting what is. I've got the feelings. I'm on the ride. I can do this. The third piece is to breathe. A lot of times we hold our breath when we are in a state of anxiety, when we are high, highly stressed, we're holding our breath. So notice if you do this. And now that you're aware of the situation that you're in, and it's time to get you out of it. And one of the things that we can do easily is to breathe. And you know that oxygen is important, but you know that when we breathe off, how weird we feel, like when people try to control their breath. So we have to be careful here when we have anxiety because um, too much breathing, especially if you're breathing shallow, is going to make you feel weird. So you want to just see if your breath can drop down, if you can let your diaphragm flatten out a little bit and your belly poof out. Just notice that if you can get a, a little bit of a deeper breath, not breathing in the upper third of your lungs, but really let your lungs expand. And you do that by letting your diaphragm flatten out and you do that by poofing your stomach out. Don't worry, no one's looking. And to another piece that you can do for your breathing and that won't cause you to feel weird is to take longer exhalation than the inhale. You want it to go slower as you exhale. And that just really sets us in a relaxing kind of mode. And if you want your inhale to just let it take care of itself, that's fine. You don't really need to be um, controlling the inhale except to relax your belly and let your diaphragm flatten out so the breath can go just a little bit deeper. Not a, not a lot of effort there, but just relax the belly. And then when you exhale, let it go a little bit longer and a little bit slower, and this will really change things up a bit. Number four. We want to just be, B-E with a capital B, and that we do by just having awareness and following our breaths, just watching them. That's all you have to do if you have the ability in your state that you're in to be able to focus just on the breath for a little bit. It takes you out of the thinking so it will bring you, give you a point of focus. And one of the nice things about if you're practicing your meditation, like I talk about here all the time, if you're doing, you know, 10 to 20 minutes a day yet, or even if you're only on the three minute starter meditation, you will be able to recall, oh, I do this during meditation. I just focus on the breath. And even if you only do that for a few breaths, it will bring your 
bring yourself out of your racing mind and it gives you some relief. So that's a perfect place to use your awareness. Just be. Let the awareness of the breath, the breath that you just are, let that bring you out of the racing mind. This is also a good time to check in with yourself and to notice what you're doing, how your tension is. Is your jaw so clenched up that it hurts? You can let it go. Slack jaw, you know, let it go. How about your shoulders? Are you wearing them as earrings again? Like we talk about? Yeah, let them down. It's a great, those two places, really, most of us are going to notice that. We are pretty tight up there. So give it a chance to relax, even if it's just for a few moments. The next thing that we want to do, number five, is to reconnect. We want to be where we are with what we're doing. And some people, uh, if you just focusing on your breath, if the awareness of just being was not enough to pull you out of your uh, racing mind, you can do it through reconnection, which is engaging with your environment. And this is another way of saying ground yourself. Be where you are in your body. Embody yourself, not just a head that is floating around in the world. You have this body with all of its senses. So use those senses to reconnect with your environment by seeing what you see. Acknowledge what you see. Name it in your head. Hear what you hear. You can name that. Smell. This is where people love their essential oils. It can bring them right back. Do you smell coffee in the environment? Notice it. Note it. You can touch things. There's all You can always touch um, the fabric of your pants or your blouse and let yourself describe that texture. That really helps to bring some focus anywhere but the racing mind. And a taste. If you are at a meal or you have something with you that you can be eating to actually go into the sense of taste and really let that be your experience, and it helps you reconnect with the environment that you're in. And then finally, the sixth one that we have here is to smile and be kind to yourself. And that's a way of saying everything's okay. Because I want to say to you, if you are breathing and you are able to know that you are having a difficult, challenging moment, you're okay. You're alive and things are okay. Everything else can be figured out as you go along. You don't have to figure everything out right now. Just give yourself that little smile. It might feel weird at first to just smile out of nowhere for no particular reason except to bring yourself down out of the fear. But smile, try it. And it's a way of saying, like I said, to yourself that it everything is okay, that you're okay. Because this is how we retrain ourselves. We have to do uh, things differently. We can't keep doing it the same way. We can't just say, oh, here I am going down the wormhole. It's all over. Here we go again. I always do this. No, we want to stop. And we want to remember to face, to accept, to breathe, to be, to reconnect, and to smile. 
Have patience. This is a, takes a lot of practice, but if you are practicing with your meditation, this will all start to tie together quite beautifully. You're going to need to be patient and you're going to need to let some time go by so that you can practice this over and over again. So be willing is what I'm asking you. Be willing to put in the practice and have the patience uh, with the amount of time that it might take. Don't put a time limit on it. Like I'm going to do this in six weeks. I'm going to be done. Please give yourself a break. Don't be so hard on yourself and give me a little smile. I hope this has been helpful for everyone. And I so appreciate you being here. And now for today's quote. The person who knows how to laugh at himself will never cease to be amused. And that's from Shirley MacLaine. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.